Live from the desert cities of Southern California, your car is not a refrigerator. Getting all revved up. Now, here's Todd Bianco. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm here with my friend John Mitch. Hello, John. Hi, Todd. How you doing? Everything is perfect. Do you have the virus? Well, yet? it's not perfect. No, I don't have the virus, so that's a good thing. But, but the cough is there. Yeah. Oh, yes. Just in case. And Joe, Joe. Joe is not with us today. Joe. Another family. Just but, 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 but. But, but. Brian. Brian is here, of right. course, with us. And Brian is our, you know, our producer and our sound effects man. Which yes. I'm, which I'm sure he's going to be doing a yes. lot more of today. Oh, yes. Yeah. He loves <laughs> he loves filling in for Joe. Absolutely. So we, we, we have some good things. So, okay. Uh, there's some super good news from Elon, uh, Elon Musk, of course, on the Cybertruck. He said that the standard equipment will include upper laser blade lights. You like that? What? Laser blade lights. What the hell does that mean? Okay, uh, have you ever seen these off-road uh, vehicles? They have these big lights on top of the car that light out, that, that, that you know, that light up like the desert when they're running well, through. Well, whatever. Okay. Right. Well, instead of having those, it'll have like a strip, like a one-inch strip of lasers. What do you need them the for? Top. Well, to illuminate the 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 road you're going on. Isn't that what headlights are for? Well, they have that too, but this is like when you're going off-road. Ugh, I'm fine, whatever. Okay, it's the, so the light bar will be on top of the windshield that is similar to light bars that are on other off-road trucks, but it will be just, uh, you know, uh, when it's pitch black, this will really light it up. Uh, it was seen in the demonstration of the Cybertruck, uh, and people wondered if it was going to show up on the standard feature, and it, we now we know that it is. Uh, did you know that there's actually a bright spot now for General Motors? Yes. You do? What is it? don't know it's called the corvette oh god here no, we go again no, no but the all-new mid-engine 2020 uh c8 corvette is completely sold out fine did they really end production of the impala yes the impala died on friday now is dead dead they're not going to bring dead. it back in another incarnation well you never know with general they, Motors, are, you know, this, they will well, but it's impala has always traditionally been a sedan but but you know but look ford made a mustang into an suv right the new mach e E. Maki. Mach E is going to be an SUV. So I don't know, but they, they supposedly it's dead. But uh, the the poor Impala. But uh, the the uh, <coughs> there was a lot of hand wringing apparently when the C8 was announced because dealers dealers of course they're idiots didn't know how their customers would react to such a radical change in GM's flagship sports car, in, which has been in continuous production since I think what 1953. It's a long time. Sure, long long time. Okay, the Corvette Visualizer, which is what they call the website where you go to you know to build one if you want to you know, look like that uh, has had 7 million visits since the car was announced this is blowing away all daily monthly and annual numbers for any nameplate on Chevy.com how much does one of those go for uh, they started about $60,000 that's actually a good price for so for, I could get two you could get two right okay mm -hmm. yeah uh, dealers are even seeing interest from really wealthy customers who could and have written checks for Ferraris and Porsches they can afford to drive the Corvette daily and not worry about a ding or a dent because you know, even if they spend $100,000 on it, who gives a rat's ass? Because, you know, it's nothing compared to what they would spend on a... Because I'm rich, uh, I'll buy another well, one. But, but it's nothing compared to what they would spend <clears throat> on a Ferrari or something. Can you so, imagine? Yeah. So I want a Lamborghini. So the convertible is now averaging 25% of orders compared to 20% previously. So the standard Corvette can propel the car from 0 to 60 in 2.9 seconds, which is a major improvement over any Corvette from the past. Uh, so the intense interest and sold out order books mean that GM and its Chevrolet staff have had to up their game because new customers actually expect something when they step into a Chevy showroom. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? 
So there is something good there. <clears throat> okay, not that the electric Audi e-tron was selling like hotcakes, but Audi has been forced to pause production because it can't get enough battery packs. China. <laughs> well, sort of, no. Uh, in all of 2029. Coronavirus. So in all of, no, 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 no. In all of 2020, in all of 2019, Audi sold 26,400 worldwide e-trons. With the, <coughs> those are their SUVs. So we don't know exactly how well, you know, how quickly it's selling in 2020 yet. But Audi had plans to do an e-tron sportsback, which is a more coupe-like version of the SUV. I was behind a e-tron three series wagon today. Uh, yes, they, that, that's a plug-in hybrid. Okay, but there it was. It was an A3. It was an A3. I think those, those are those are what they are. Uh, so they were going to have a more coupe-like version with a declining roofline uh, later this year. Uh, that was dubbed the e-tron, and then they have something called the e-tron GT, which is a competitor to uh, the Porsche's Taycan. Uh, Audi planned to build eighty thousand e-trons <coughs> this year, but LG Chem. Who's that? Uh, that is their battery supplier. Ah. Uh, can only promise forty thousand packs. Mm-hmm. The means uh, of production suffering, yeah, and it's coming from uh, LG Chem is a South Korean company. You know, like LG, like appliances. I understand that, yeah. but mm-hmm. we'll it, take their batteries. We just don't like their movies. They have their plant in Poland, uh, and it is apparently not able to produce enough. They also produce uh, uh, battery packs for the Jaguar I-Pace, and I can't apparently that's getting limited too. So it makes Tesla's idea to make their own big battery plant sort of seem smart at this point. Okay, because they're not constrained. I mean, they, they still if they sold could use more, but it's not constrained. Now there is good news that uh, Hot Wheels has announced that it would produce a limited edition radio controlled Tesla Cybertruck. Hot Wheels, Hot Wheels, like the little cars. Yeah, but they're producing like a, a like a you know one sixty fourth scale like truck. You know, like, you know we have to get one. Uh, they're sold out. They sold out within hours of going on their website. Um, they're also they also have a smaller version, a little you know, a little one like about a little bit bigger than a regular Hot Wheels, uh, but it too is radio controlled. Now it's only twenty bucks, so I bought one of those. Of course, it's back ordered. Of course, so, and you will bring it in to the studio here, I, when, and we'll drive it all over the table. That's right. Whenever I get it, I will bring it in. But the, uh, that's a sort of a genius move as far as marketing, because everything they do with a stupid Cybertruck sells out immediately. Well, see, yeah, yeah. okay. Design and produce something brand new, and people might buy it. Yes. Okay. Uh, Motor Trend, our friends there, did a comparison of the 2020 Toyota Highlander XLE Hybrid with the 2020 Kia Telluride SX SV6 all-wheel drive, which are the, the they're both three-row SUVs, so they're direct mm. competitors. And mm. the, the Toyota Highlander is brand new to the market, and the Telluride's been around for a little over a year now. Okay, and they said Highland has been around forever. No, but the, there's a brand new one. Oh, it's a new one. 2020 is all new. Oh, okay. So often in the comparison test, we're left weighing pros and cons and comparing test numbers and arguing over notes. But that just wasn't the case this time. The Toyota Highlander might have been the best-selling three-row SUV in the U.S. last year, but the new one simply doesn't move the needle far enough forward to compete with the new kid <clears throat> on the block. Ah, uh? it's neither particularly well packaged nor pleasant to drive. It is, however, well-priced for the features you get, and it's optional hybrid powertrain, only, the only one in the segment. Who, so, whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what car is taking their place? 
Well, no, we're talking. This is the the Kia Telluride is their favorite. Oh, the Kia okay, Telluride. So, and so, so, but the, but the, there's not a hybrid Telluride yet. But as for the Kia Telluride, uh, <clears throat> it seems Kia. This is their quote. It seems that Kia took a book, a, a look at the whole the whole segment, noted what worked and what didn't, and created the Telluride. The Telluride is both better to drive and better to ride in. It's roomier, better built, and an all in one an all in one better family SUV. Fewer, a few others in this segment take a more holistic, took a more holistic approach to the three-row SUV than Kia. It might have taken Kia some time to figure this out, <coughs> just what Americans want in a three-row SUV. But by golly, it's finally nailed. It. By golly, yes. <coughs> okay, now last week uh, <coughs> on Bring a Trailer, remember that you picked that uh, lovely yep. Triumph, the, the one that yep, was yep. burgundy over black. Yes, it sold for twenty thousand dollars. That's a pretty good price for. Isn't that relatively close to what they sold for brand new? Oh, it was more than what they sold for brand new. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they didn't even sell for ten thousand in 1969. Huh? Yeah, no, I don't think they sold for anything more than that. Twenty uh, grand. Now, our friend Joe picked. Joe. He picked the 1969 Mercury Mercury Cougar XR7 convertible. Yes. It was bid to fifteen thousand five hundred, but it did not sell. They want more than 15. Apparently, in 2018, there was a 1969 Cougar XR7 convertible with a 350 with a 351 Cleveland engine and a four-speed that sold for uh, uh, sold for 24,000. So I think they wanted more. Greed. Mm-hmm. I think it was the uh, the the engine and, and transmission package that made it more appealing to people. All right, uh, our friends, a uh, new report from Karen Energy Research Advisors uh, via a report on CNBC offers some details on Tesla's rapidly declining battery costs. Karen estimates that the company's battery pack uh, costs reached $158.27 per kilowatt hour in 2019, a cl- decline of over $100 per kilowatt hour. Uh, compared to four years ago. Um, <clears throat> let's see. This is getting close to the magic number, apparently, is $100 per kilowatt hour po- price point, where industry observers say that the that's that's where the EVs will be in cost parity, parity with legacy vehicles, in other words, with internal combustion engines. Uh, Tesla's the only automaker currently using cylindrical battery cells. The others are using pouch or prismatic cells, which uh, mean that their pack cost easily surpasses $200 per kilowatt hour. Uh, in 2019, according to the research, Tesla has been engineering these packs longer and is and its competitors than its competitors, and therefore it has technology lead that is significant. Not only are the cylindrical cells more advanced, Tesla has a superior battery management system. Tesla really revolutionized the part of the battery that part of the battery pack and made it much more sophisticated and gives it a competitive cost advantage. Alrighty. Alrighty. Lordstown Motors. They're the ones that bought that big uh, plant, mega, mega, that, that mega. plant in general in Ohio that General Motors closed down. Uh, it's uh, they're racing to get their full size pickup truck to the market. We now learn that the the, the truck is going to be called the Endurance, the Lordstown Endurance. You like the name? Nah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. We'll use in-hub <clears throat> electric motors. Mounting the motors inside the wheel hubs frees up more space and offers the potential to more more precisely control how much torque is sent to each wheel. The torque can be added or subtracted by just adjusting the current going to the motors, rather than using clutch packs or differentials or brake applications typically used to split torque. Lordstown says that the Endurance carries a base price of fifty-two thousand five hundred. Uh, the company is accepting one thousand dollar refundable deposits for early build slots. 
lots. If you're going to put your money down, you're still waiting for the Cybertruck, aren't you? Of course. You are. Of course you are. All right. Uh, more on Tesla. They sent emails to their uh, Model Y reservation holders and asking them to pick a delivery date starting on March 15th. It's been a long wait, but for once, Tesla is three to four months ahead of its original schedule. So if you ordered a Model Y, you might be getting a uh, a, a email from Tesla shortly. And we'll start seeing them on the roads of California. Uh, Hyundai has developed a new transmission for its internal combustion engine cars that's called and called it information and communication transmission. You like the name? Yes. Yes. The control system uses both GPS and real-time traffic data and onboard sensors to choose the optimal gear. The tech will be used on future vehicles from both Hyundai and Kia, uh, while Rolls-Royce through BMW uses a satellite-aided transmission, uh, which also uses GPS to determine gear shifts. The Hyundai uh, ICT, like as, as it's called, is likely the first example of a major auto manufacturer uh, using incorporating d- data traffic data into the transmission control software. For example, as you approach an on-ramp in the highway, the transmission would automatically shift to sport mode uh, to give you more responsive or brisk acceleration. Eventually, though, vehicle-to-vehicle uh, communications through 5G connections, which I'm sure you're going to have soon. Oh, any day now. Mm-hmm. They will be able to have a true, clear picture of real-time traffic because it will monitor everything that's going on around you. And your transmission will know how to shift. As it should. As it should. Okay. Well, we've got. We're going to talk about the Dodge LaFemme when we get. This back. is just. It, it's too good. Well, yeah, yeah, it's just. It, it is. So when we get when we get back, we, right. we will talk right. about okay. the Dodge LaFemme, which La is Femme. which LaFemme, which you just love. Uh, this is Todd Bianco with John Mitch. You're listening to All Revved Up on iHub Radio with our producer Brian, and we'll be right back. from the desert cities of Southern California. Your car is not a refrigerator. Getting all revved up. Now here's Todd Bianco. Welcome back. I'm here with John Mitch. Hello, John. Hi, Todd. And Brian. Uh, Brian. Brian, Hi, our producer. On he's also on. You know, sound effects today. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> so you know, if you hear something, it's Brian. Uh, okay, uh, John. Yo. Yes. Uh, don't yell that loud. But uh, I'm very sorry. Let's talk about the Dodge La Femme. The Dodge La Femme. Mm-hmm. Gotta love it. Everybody mm-hmm. wants a femme. Mm-hmm. Okay, this car was produ- uh, debuted in 1955. Ooh. And this was, believe it or not, these stupid people actually <laughs> thought this was the answer to attract women customers. Right. Will make a car appealing to women. So what did they do? How does this appeal to women, you ask? Make well, it, make it pink. It's pink. Yes. Okay, not only is it pink. Yes. Oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> here's the actual script from the ad, the actual text. Ready? Mm-hmm. Now, a car that's glamorously, personally yours. Even the idea is exciting. Mm-hmm. But Dodge makes it thrilling. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For Dodge starts with its beautiful flare-fashioned styling, adds every inspired touch you could want. Interiors of cashmere soft jacquard fabrics with smart appointments. 
Of course. Of course. Miracle power features to put driving magic at your command. Magic. Smart personal accessories right off of Fifth Avenue. Absolutely. Right off of Fifth Avenue? Yes. Okay, well, what are some of those fabulous accessories? Uh, why don't you, you tell us? I think I will. Thank yes, you. Yes, please. The one that cracks me up the most. They're all good. Come on. Well, they are, they are good. good, I will say. But, <clears throat> okay, the first one is four. Exquisite interior fabrics of rich jacquard in dainty rose. Ooh, dainty rose. rose. Dainty. Not just rose. It's got to be dainty. Dainty rose. Okay. Dainty. Mm-hmm. With special tapestry design. Ooh. Ooh, baby. Ready? I bet also, it, felt it good came to sit with. On. Oh, naked, of course. Well, I don't know about that. Well, she liked it. <laughs> Commando. Stunning fitted shoulder bag. It comes with a stunning fitted shoulder bag in soft yes. rose leather. Mm-hmm. So typical Ooh. of the smart touches in La Femme. Yes. Also came with, <clears throat> oh, yes. <clears throat> A stylish rain cape and chic umbrella. Not just to a match. Rain coat, a rain cape. It's a cape. <laughs> <laughs> a cape. Come on, this is for women. <clears throat> this is for women, yes. <clears throat> or at least what the 1950s yeah, thought women right. was. Right. Uh, that's, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly right, yes. <clears throat> uh-huh. Uh huh. Excuse me. It matched the fabric in color and design and also rain boots. Rain boots. Yeah. Finally, two special compartments to hold. Your rain apparel, shoulder bag, in the back of the front seat. Wow. No room for the gay apparel, I guess. Well, <laughs> this car was a complete disaster. <laughs> All right, it premiered, it premiered in 1955. They killed it in 57, and they only sold 1,500 over those years. Over the, is 55 and 56 were the two years, they I think, that they that produced was it, it for. Yeah, yeah it, was not, it was gone in 57, didn't show up in the lineup no. again. Yeah. So, you know, just be they're all just because there. you call it La Femme and you put pink fabric in there doesn't mean Now, you haven't seen one, but I have. No, I have not. They are they are fun to see today because they're they're extremely rare. Uh, and and the, the holy grail is to have it with all the apparel, all the all the accessories. Well, the accessories off of Fifth Avenue, right? You have to have them now. Those mostly, you know, because it's kind of like ephemera; <clears throat> they don't really last. You know, these things are you know get used or thrown away. There are some that still exist. I have seen it, and it is a, a you know, it's absolutely fun to look at. Now they were going to do a male version of this too, weren't they? Yes, it it's, was going to be called Le Conte. <laughs> what Conte? Count. All right, you filthy, filthy people. Count. Le Count. Le Count. There's an E on the end. Count. Yes. Like a count and countess. That's right. Uh-huh. uh-huh. But it's not... Oh, never. Right, okay. But they did not do the male version. <laughs> no, they didn't. They only did the female version because, you know, at my, my understanding was that they, they were trying to appeal to the new... Post, no, post-war this, family, right? No, this was intended as a his and her option for the well-moneyed couple. Right, but this is in a day where, where couples had cars as opposed to having one for the family. The man drove the car. Well, he had a car to drive to work, so she had to have a car to drive around town to do shopping, right? I also heard that this was a, that the this car, the color of it was also because of the fact that women when they were thinking about purchasing cars that apparently right. they apparently they thought that women cared so much about the color. Right. You know, that was part of it too and that women in the 50s were starting to 
pick up the pace when it comes right. to driving, you know? Well, be, hey, that was a good pun. Pick but, up the pace, get but, it? Get but, it? That was good, Brian. <laughs> Post-war, there were so many people that were moving into the suburbs and they were, you know, the families were growing, you know, that the, 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 the mommy always had to have a separate car because <clears throat> all of the things that she did were, mommy, oh yeah, that's true. <clears throat> you know, pick up the kids and go shopping. You know, that's what moms did, right? Oh yeah, and it's all made by special appointment to Her Majesty, the American woman. That's right. Oh, God. Exactly. Uh, isn't, isn't that good? Isn't that good? <laughs> the royalty that she is. Yeah. Well, those are great. I mean, it's great, isn't it? <laughs> you know, it doesn't uh, look bad though. It does look like a nice car. I won't lie. It, it, if you see it in a car, but, if you see it in a car show, you'll love to look at it. But at the time, it just failed miserably. Can you pull <laughs> it up? Pull it up there. Todd. He did. He's, so I want to see one in color. Okay, we'll we'll look at it. We'll look at it over the, oh. the break. Oh. <laughs> this is Todd Bianco with John Mitch and. <laughs> And Brian and La Femme and, me. and La Femme La Femme We'll be right back After the break From the desert cities of Southern California, your car is not a refrigerator. Getting all revved up. Now, here's Todd Bianco. Welcome back. I'm here with John Mitch. La Femme. La Femme. And Brian. La Femme. La Other Femme. The Other Femme. God. Le Count. Dear God. I do want to say, do you know what women actually want when they buy a car? Yeah. What a rain cape with a matching umbrella and okay. rain boots. But 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 really, what what? Jeez, Todd. What do you think women are looking for today? Oh, today? Yeah, today. What 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 do you think women look for today? Because women make you know at least half the decisions these days for buying cars. Why do we separate into what women want versus what men want? Because there's different uh, needs. Gas mileage. It could be fuel economy, but there's also a lot of it has to do with seat adjustment. Oh, so that, yeah, so that they're yeah. so that they can fit comfortably, you know, with, with the steering wheel, does it adjust properly so that they can? Is there enough room for their big fat booty? Well, it's just <laughs> it's it, not, it, it, yes. It's just that some people don't fit well in cars, and and women are are usually what do you, not look, always look smaller than men. Look who you're talking and when to. You, and when you adjust the seats, I mean, you're huge. Like so, I would fit. I wouldn't. F- Please. But 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 can you adjust the seats and can you adjust what the, I've heard. the steering wheel and things so that you can see properly out of the car and so that it feels comfortable and feels safe? Safety is a big one too. Safety safety, safety uh. is a big one and um, believe it or not, place to put a purse that's not just rolling around. A place to put a purse. Well, well that a, makes sense. No, I mean, I mean, more women so, buy purses more than men, so it makes yeah, sense. You know. No, but in other words, I, I I think a lot of women look for you know they don't want to just put it on the floor. You know, or throw it on the seat. Next. I think this whole conversation is completely sexist. No, no, no. I, yes. Well, there's some things you got to take into consideration. There like are. car companies are. are producing cars specifically with the mindset that a man's going to buy them. Man, right? Like, let's be honest. It's not even that. Like, women and men have different types of like 
priorities, priorities and needs, and needs yes. to some extent. I'm not you saying, know, and it's societal, but like, yeah, when but they, is it? I don't know if that's sexist. I'm just saying I think if I think if I want something that's safer, or if I want something that adjusts so that I can see properly out of the car. But why would that have to be in a car for a woman? Wouldn't everyone want that? No, not because it could it could adjust perfectly for you, but not for somebody else. Well, yeah. I don't care about anybody else. Yes, I know, but. For example, but like, that person might. La femme. Like, for example, my mother doesn't really like to drive the truck. You know, you've seen that giant truck. Right. She hates that truck. She would rather drive like an SUV than my car because she feels my car is a little goes too fast or it's too small, and <clears throat> the truck is too big. Right. And it's and my dad doesn't really like the. My dad's short. About it's only a little taller than my mom, and he prefers the truck and the SUV. Weirdly enough, like he's only slightly taller, but he's okay with the truck. I don't know, like it's weird because well, like the, the, there are those issues too about you know like a man doesn't want to drive a minivan just because of the stereotype. <coughs> no, my dad could drive a minivan all he wants. He he doesn't uh, mind. Yeah, but, 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 but there are those. We know, would call him La Femme. But there are those stigma. There is that father. sort of stigmatization, mm-hmm. stigmatization you know, of certain things. Well, exactly. No, yeah, and right, macho right. egos cannot take that. You know, uh, they. I'm a man, damn it. But uh, but there are but women do look for different things when they purchase card than, than a man might. Does it come with that, a rain cape? Well, Right, it, a rain cape. That's exactly <laughs> it. Well, it could also just be that women look for things that are practical when it comes to like it's cars true. because they're not catered to. So like with men, like they're yeah. catered to on television. Uh, like On everything, mostly. Like, well, yeah, it's true. Like, yeah. if you drive this truck, it makes you a real manly yeah. man. It's not la femme, it's well, la masque. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, well, I, Very good. That was good, know, Brian. W- women <laughs> like those kinds of cars too, but a lot of it has to do with practicality and adjustability oh, yeah. and, and will it work for the, what they're what they do with the car like I have a friend who lives in Alaska and like she has to buy certain kinds of cars over others because it's more practical to drive in Alaska with this one with an all-wheel like, drive, an all-wheel with, drive with that's higher so up off the road that can take you know the snow and those kinds of things and if you live in the Midwest most of the time you have to drive out like two hours three hours to go somewhere to like a big town so it's mm-hmm. a car that can have mileage or you know can a handle long right a long, long range, ways. range well in storage like capacity too. when you need to go and get provisions 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 you're, you're, you're saving up for when everybody <laughs> strips the shelves after the yes. the, 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 the apocalypse the, the, the coronavirus kills everybody yes. yeah right okay <laughs> <laughs> all right so. wouldn't that cons- wouldn't that count as a apocalypse it could and no gun's going to save you. And no zombies. That's right. No, it's not going to work Just out. Just an apocalypse so, now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. So, so, so uh, you know, we have to remember that women are half the buyers in this country. So, so, so just making a car that appeals to a man is not a very good, uh, not a very good idea these days. Hmm. Well, well, I, you, you, I still I, feel like you could, make, it appeals to both. It doesn't if, matter. If you can make it appeal to both, that's, that's great. Because, you know. Like that means you've got more. You've got a bigger customer pool. Exactly. Yes, of course. Why would you limit your pool? But, but people. But some cars just aren't <laughs> practical for for people. And it's kind of like the same with movies. Like mm. you do have. There are subtle ways to appeal to certain people. Yeah. So like film, like car companies, like film companies, they will do very subtle tricks to appeal to men. Even though, of course, little women can appeal to men TNA, and women. TNA, baby, TNA. It appeals more to women for right. some They try to push it for women, whereas, let's say, the Batman movie can appeal to both men and women, but they have to push it towards... You know, men. That's just how things are set right. up. The, the fanboys, the, fan, the fanboys want to. You know, are the ones that buy the tickets for those kind of. Abs oh, yeah. of and steel same with and a butt to match. And like oh, yeah. trucks are pushed on men, so it, it kind of makes sense that women have different. 
you know, like they look for certain things because, you know, they're not catered to. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well, I guess I have to be practical and research what I want. Yeah. So, so that, that does exist. So then Brian, are you, are you, are you saying that women are still treated as second class people? Well, I, I can't say anything about that on this program. Well, so. oh, well, all right. Well, we are not a feminist. Pro- no, we, we are, are not. We are neutral. We are. Well, I'm a well, feminist. Oh, yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a feminist, so I mean, I, I have my ideas, but you know. You yeah, know what I mean. well, well, well. It's a complicated question. It's I in- indeed, indeed. Very but, complicated. But can we answer it in two hours? Yes. Probably. <laughs> now, John, what? Have, have you ever wanted to have your fingerprint printed on your car? No. Uh-oh. Well, believe it or not. Okay, well, is, well you're going to tell me. Okay, yes. Um, Wait, is that it on the hood? It is. That's stupid. Porsche, I gotta cu- see this. Porsche customers can now get their fingerprint painted on the new their new 911. That's ridiculous. Under Porsche develop under under a Porsche developed direct printing technology, a robot paints the design on the hood after the car's production is completed. It's a giant hideous fingerprint right on the hood of your beautiful new 911. I don't think it's very good for resale, is it? I think the word stupid has just been redefined. It looks horrible. I'm sorry. It, it, it really does. It, it does. It's horrible. So, like, so you can brag, I guess, that you have it there, and you know, it's, it's pretty easy to spot it, right? Oh God. I still think it's ugly and stupid. So you done. Can, it's over. Uh, Get rid you, of it. You can start ordering it next month in March, and it will cost only eighty one hundred dollars. What a waste. Wait, wait, wait. $8,100, what, to have that stupid decal put on the car? It's not a decal. It's actually painted. It's a robot paints it. Now, John, they're just... So what happens, excuse me? Yeah? What happens when I decide I don't want the car anymore? And I trade it in. Then you expect someone to go buy a used car with someone else's. It's you can make it into leopard prints. I think uh, I th- leopard. I think the o- I think zebra, zebra. zebra. I think stripes. the only yes, time yes. it might zebra have stripes. any good resale value if it's some big celebrity, famous. Well, that's the only time I can think of it being real good for. That's resale. a good point. No, that's a good uh, point. Uh, but other than that, I don't see it. I, you know, it's it's not something that. I would. But there, this is just the beginning, though, because now that they have this new paint technology, uh, well, getting, you know, they're going to start offering other customizations. But for right now, it's just the fingerprint. You got to give credit to the marketers. Mm-hmm. Look at they're getting very creative. Let's put their fingerprint on the hood. Mm-hmm. I mean, I morons. I would have never come up with that. I'm just. I wouldn't say. either. I, mean, <laughs> but I think of all the things in the world. <laughs> I mean, I didn't make this up. I saw that when I saw that. I said, "Oh, really? Come on, who wants that?" And somebody, somebody in marketing thinks this, this is a good idea. Yep. I don't know who. <clears throat> I really don't. I have no clue who thinks this is a good idea. Now the La Femme version would be in pink. Of course. Well, you can actually get a Porsche in pink. It's not one of the stock colors, but you can get it match. I mean, you can get it painted custom Ima- at the factory <laughs> you can true imagine they put a backlight in the car and like you're just like touching everything and you see your fingerprints Ugh. everywhere like oh like uh, the, no. No, 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 no no thank you in so, pink uh, you can't you can you can get it any color you want it just gets it, it, it the just, story it, just gets worse. it just costs another like 10 or fifteen thousand dollars it's just and row you know these things started a hundred thousand dollars anyway and they go up from there i mean if it's a porsche you have to add a minimum of 20 percent to the price to get to where it should be so if it's a hundred thousand dollar entry level 911 you've got to spend at least 125 or something it's but stupid it well i wouldn't get the fingerprint ever but that, that's that's just me well i wouldn't get the car either because i wouldn't fit <clears throat> uh they're actually have you ever sat in one yes 911 yes 
they they actually go back. The seat goes back quite far. Yeah, but my you know my head is like an inch from the roof. You're a little too wide for it. And I'm you know I'm I'm a large man. Okay. My ass so. is the size of this table. It is not. Okay. Oh well. Okay. All you wish. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. <Ambitious. laughs> oh oh oh! Okay. Zing zing right. zing went Brian. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The New York Times likes to bag on Tesla. So does the L.A. Times. The latest issue uh, surrounding the ne- is uh, surrounds the National Transportation Safety Board's finding that the, that Tesla's autopilot system was probably at fault for a 2018 crash of a Tesla Model X mm-hmm. in Northern California. They also cite failures of other safety uh, regulators as being too hands-off oh. in their approach to these kinds of automated vehicle technology. The agency called on Tesla to stop enabling drivers in any uh, you know partially automated vehicle to pretend they have driverless cars. Okay, now Tesla does that. They have a they have a nagging thing that keeps nagging at you to put your hands on the wheel, but people keep finding ways to defeat it. That's not Tesla's problem. But well, it goes further, including you know what what they the findings include. You'll like this one. The, oh, will I? That autopilot had failed to keep the driver's vehicle in the lane, and that it collided with uh that it collided with uh what is it with uh, another car. No, it, it didn't hit a hit a barrier on the highway. You know, like a you know, like when they're doing yeah, yeah, the Jersey barrier or something. Yeah, it has those the sand barrels or you know, yeah. water barrels. Yeah, it hit one of those. So they were doing construction on the highway. It did a damn nice job. I saw a picture of it. But it also determined that the driver was playing a video game on his phone. Oh, now <laughs> so, the truth comes out. <laughs> so okay, so <clears throat> I'll give it that there was something wrong. You know, that the software wasn't didn't do its job or you know right. But if the moron had actually been paying attention, it could have. Uh, the wheel and said whoop correct this and he was busy playing a video game i bet he was um, they're not going to tell us what the video game was because it was they did not but, it, but he's dead so um you know uh you should keep your hands on the wheel or you should and you should keep your eyes on the road you shouldn't be playing a video game on your on your phone i'm just saying just fyi it yeah. should not safety. be there the car safety You show. think so? Okay. Uh, in a new report from Forbes, it looks like Subaru is developing a new WRX STI. WRX is the world rally car. It's, a, it's the one that the you know you see it in various movies, you know, <clears throat> drifting around in circles and things like drifting. that. Drifting. Drifting, yes. Uh, the STI is their Subaru Technica Inter- International, capable of developing 400 horsepower and 361 pound-feet of torque. The new engine is a 2.4-liter turbocharged Boxer 4. Uh, it's not the same 2.4. That's the 2.4 liter engine in the uh, Subaru Ascent, no, no, no. or in the you know, or the Subaru Le- Legacy or Outback. The engine produces the, those engines produce only 260 horsepower and 277 pound feet of torque. Those cars we call so, La Femme. The new WRX should arrive in 2021 as a 2022 model, and uh, that's a lot of horsepower for a little car. Sure. But it'll be popular with the 10 people who buy it. Right. Yeah. So they're happy. They're very happy. Uh, we have much more coming. Oh, in, we do. Including our bringer trailer picks, including some more news, including you know, top 20 sedans. Uh, this is Todd Bianco with John Mitch and Brian. You're listening to All Revved Up on iHub Radio. We'll be right back. News, weather, truth, and fun. We're iHub Radio, homegrown in the Coachella Valley. 
for the love of cars. This is All Revved Up. Here's Todd. Welcome back. I'm here with John Mitch. Thank you. And Brian. Hi. I haven't heard any sound effects, have you? No. No, not at all. Okay. <laughs> and our you know, and our listening base got so excited and they first started hearing and, and they returned to say, where are they? And this is a sad story that's coming up. Oh. I know. You know the Geneva Auto Show was canceled? Well. I mean, you know, they've been having it. Coronavirus. They've been having it every year for decades, probably since the war, and they are no longer going to be having it because uh, the Swiss, I mean, the Swiss government, which is, by the way, Switzerland's real close to Italy. Yes. Right on the border. Right there. Yeah. And Northern Italy is having a little outbreak problem. A little problem. Yeah. And. Oh, that's, that's, okay. there you go. There you go. <laughs> and uh, the, the Swiss government has banned anybody, I think it's a thousand people or more, uh, you know, the gathering is being prohibited. Now. Switzerland, you gotta love it. Italy on one side, France on the other. Yeah, so. Gotta uh, love it. it said Germany bye-bye. on top. So it's uh, sad. On top, Brian, you like that. Geneva Auto Show has been canceled. <laughs> no. And Volkswagen was due to show, they, they were all ready to show off their 2021 uh, Golf GTI, the eighth generation. Ah, oh, damn it. I'm gonna miss yeah. it? Well, they'll still show it one way or another, oh. but it was it was due to debut in Geneva. So now it's going to debut. When is that supposed to take place? Uh, next week. Oh. Well, it's not anymore. But well, I know. So, but, uh, wow. So th- I, I'm pretty sure that all the people who were, uh, all the manufacturers who are going to have debuts <clears throat> will now have internet shows. Yeah. You know, they'll, have, you know, they'll debut it online, which is what Volkswagen will do as well. Uh, so the brand new is that has a 2.0 liter direct injected turbocharged four-cylinder engine that makes two... I don't even know what this is. That makes 245 horsepower and 273 pound-feet of torque. That's up 21 horsepower and 15 pound-feet of torque from the outgoing model. You can get it. You can still get it with a six-speed manual transmission. Really? Yes. Uh, or a seven-speed dual clutch automatic. The car's ride. The car's ride height was dropped 0.6 inches. We're still talking about the Volkswagen. We are. Wait, it gets better. And the car features more aggressive bumpers, sills, dual exhaust, and a roof spoiler. So oh, the roof spoiler. That's, that's it. I'm right, sold. A strip of red that adorns the grill, as of as in past GTIs, is there, and it's the correct thing to do. There are also standard LED headlights. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Why is it the correct thing to do? Because that designates it as a GTI. You can see, you know, that that's what catches your eye immediately. You know that it's not just a. Volkswagen. Only those that know. You know that it's not just a golf; it's a GTI. Oh, I oh, it's I a little see. strip of red in the grill. Yeah, that's, oh, I that's see. What it so does. it's differentiation. Yes, it is, and it, it rides on 17-inch wheels. Is it status? I'm sure they'll have bigger ones, and you can still get it with the golf ball shifter. You know, the golf ball. I love shifter. that. I love I that. Love that too. And and <clears throat> and you and can still get it with tartan plaid seats. Ugh. Don't you like the plaid? No. Oh, the plaid is really cool. No, no, no. No? No. No plaid? None. Well, you can get it with leather, too, but I mean, you know, the plaid is... Leather or leatherette? Leather. Huh. Leather surfaces. Well, yeah. You know. Easy clean. Yeah, easy clean. Yeah. Right, Brian? He cares. Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> easy clean. It's easy to wipe down. Unless it's, unless it's perforated leather, then it's a little more difficult. Then you got a problem. Then it's a little more difficult, John. Yes. Yes, these things are terrible. All right, uh, Toyota is investing 400 million into Chinese self-driving uh, startup called Pony.ai. Pony.ai. Pony. The latest round of funding values the company at around 300 billion, um, three, uh, not 300, $3 billion, and it's the most valuable self-driving startup out of China. Pony.ai was founded in 2016 by former executives from Chinese tech giant Baidu. Is it B-A-I-D-U? Baidu? Baidu. Okay. Well, you know that, of course. Make a song. And, and it's it? Baidu. It's, it's currently testing its prototypes in Beijing, uh, Gansu, uh, and, which is in China. What, what is the car they're making? 
uh, it, it it's the software they're testing. Oh, it's the, so it could be writing in any different car, but it's uh, the software they're testing, and it's also testing in San Francisco. Uh oh. Yep. Uh, from the prototypes that are already out there using, uh, you know, the the trial service, uh, with ge- they're using it in geofenced areas. Do you know what that is? Yes. Wait, wait, wait. So they can still do this, considering the current economic, I mean, current global problem. Yes. The health problem. Yes. From China. Yes. No. It's just software. They transmit it over the internet. Oh, all right. It'll be demonstrated. Uh, you know, I'll tell you, those little virus, they can get well, anywhere. We think <laughs> Toyota is developing its own self-driving system, which might be demonstrated this summer during the Olympic Games if they have them. Well, that's questionable. <laughs> that's a questionable right now. So that, so that that's definitely a question. Um, Sony, uh, if you remember, we a few weeks ago, we talked about that Sony Vision S uh, that was uh, debuted at CES. No. Yeah, it was I a, know we talked about it, it but I don't be- remember. It's a beautiful electric sedan. Now Sony says that it's Oh yeah, yeah. It's prepare it's preparing the car for test drives. It's not selling it, but it's preparing the car for test drives. When? Now. Oh. Uh at, at the same time, you know, they they they're not selling it. Uh so it's kind of puzzling because there's no sense in creating an expense. This is a really expensive prototype for the demonstration unless you are a car manufacturer. And yet Sony's released a video now that shows the Vision S where it will be produced. Now, why would you show it where it's being produced if it's I not going to be produced? Yeah, what's the... Yeah, it's kind of <clears throat> kind of an odd thing. It's, good. it's being produced in Graz, Austria, uh, which is where Magna International builds proto- built the prototype and where it builds other cars. It builds like the Mercedes G-Wagon, you know, the big square Jeep-like thing. Hmm. They build that there. and They, they build, still make those? Yeah, of course. They just have a new generation and they build the Jaguar I-Pace there. So uh, Magna does a lot of uh, contract manufacturing for the big manufacturers. Um, Magna says it's ready to... It could build anything it wants to at any time. La Femme? It could build... Well, it could if you had the tooling <clears throat> for it. Yeah. So the question is how and why? And the fabric. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the rain cape. Yes. All right. Uh, <clears throat> Toyota has the longest lasting hybrids. I, be, I bet you couldn't have guessed that. Yeah, I could have. A uh, study released Wednesday helps uh, confirm that. Based on mathematically modeled results from more than a 15.8 used car sales, from, from 15.8 million, I think is what they mean. The, the shopping uh, and analytics site iccars.com found that there's a higher percentage of Toyota Highlander hybrids still in service uh, in 200,000 miles versus any other hybrid model, 4.2% of them. Great. Among all vehicles, only four models topped the Highlander Hybrid. All of them were thirsty fuel si- full-size SUVs like the Toyota Land Cruiser, the Toyota Sequoia, Ford Expedition, Chevy Suburban. Uh, following the Highlander Hybrid in the hybrid categories, the Toyota Prius, no, no shock there, and the Toyota Camry at 1.7% and 1.2% respectively. Uh, to help put this in perspective, the average for all models was 1.0. The longevity of these models uh, uh, adds to the benefits that have already been out there because they last for a really long time. No shock. But you, we both know people who have had Priuses for a really long yes, time. Yes, we have. And they <laughs> seem to last and they seem to uh, do just fine over the years. So people were always worried that they were going to have to replace the batteries or that it wasn't going to last or whatever. But Toyota has proved that they can outlast uh, everybody else. Imagine that. Well, Toyota does a good job of that because Toyota doesn't take huge leaps. When they build cars, even when they build, you know, like the next generation Camry or the next generation Highlander, they take very small baby steps to improve everything. Safety. Well, it's not that. It's, <clears throat> a, they, it's the reliability factor for them. They don't want to take, if it once if they take a great leap, oftentimes the new tech 
has flaws. Right. That's so, what I said. So they, they take little <clears throat> baby steps every time they do it, and that's the Toyota way of doing that. The Toyota way. It is the Toyota way. That's why they're so reliable, apparently. Indeed. All right. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, here are the, the 20 top selling compact luxury cars uh, and where we think, <laughs> you know, where they should rank and where they do rank. There's a different thing. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. And that's from Auto Week. And we're going to talk about new cars that are coming up. And we're going to talk about our Bring a Trailer picks. This is Todd Bianco with John Mitch and Brian, Brian. our producer. And we will be right back. Brian. <laughs> 